Ladies and gents, jazz up your New Year's Eve with the renowned Jeff Hamilton Organ Trio. Swing in the new year at the Lincoln Theater with an unforgettable evening of soulful Hammond B3 organ sounds by Akiko, Saruga, and dynamic guitar work by Steve Kolbachek, led by renowned drummer Jeff Hamilton. This trio is a powerhouse of talent that will get you moving and grooving into 2024 with style. Join us December 29th at the Lincoln Theater. Visit jazzartsgroup.org for tickets and information. Peace, peace, everyone. It's the girl Sequoia Blue back on this beautiful Saturday. Happy to be here. Today's guest is Heather Claus, and she wrote, she is the author of the book, Take No Shit, Build Better Relationships Through Discovering and Creating and Maintaining Healthy Boundaries in Three Simple Steps. Boss move. That, you know, <laughs> so what what is boundaries for people who don't know? Because some people are like, well, what what, what, what is boundaries and what do I need to do? <laughs> That's a really good question because a lot of people who have heard the word boundaries, right, a lot, because it's kind of a buzzword on social media right now, um, they kind of get the wrong impression. Like a lot of people think boundaries are, I don't want that um, no or stop. And I look at boundaries as a more holistic thing. So to me, boundaries are what separate who you are and what you want to prioritize and protect in your life and who is other people and their responsibilities and what you want less of or don't want in your life. Like it's that, it's that line between I'm willing to take responsibility for all this and all that. Not for me. Mm, I like that. Because sometimes we have to be a little bit selfish as far as things that we want, you know, or we get walked over and then you wonder, why am I sad? You know, oh, because yeah. you just let somebody walk all over your life and you didn't speak up. So when you say take no bullshit in your book, like you're basically saying not in the way where you're being rude, but when, when is it OK to say no? Like if you don't want to go to that party, it could be something small as that. Always you know? OK to say no if you don't want to go to that party. <laughs> I mean, you know, even the, there are exceptions, of course, like if you if it's a work function and you kind of have to be there in order to bring in that paycheck. OK, there's there's definitely some wiggle room in there. However, when you, you said selfish and I'd like to touch on selfish, because I think that selfish is a very critical word, because a lot of people, especially when we're young, we are taught that when we start to exert our boundaries that we are being selfish or mean or we need to just go along to get along or, you know, if you keep acting like that, this is this was my grandmother, you'll never find a man, mm. right, or whatever it is. And selfish, focusing in on the self, to me, I think that selfish is only a negative thing when who you are is mean or spiteful mm. or whatever. But if you're a selfish person and one of your priorities is to love and be loved, then there's nothing wrong with doing that because you're out there loving people and, you know, wanting to be loved, right? So selfishness, I think, is more focused in my opinion on what are your priorities? Because, mm. you know, if your priorities are whack, then your selfishness is going to be not so good. Yeah, that's true. 
Yeah, because you can't go into a situation and not be self-aware neither. And then you're not knowing what the heck your boundaries are. Like, what is the boundary? Like, why am I doing it the wrong way in a toxic way? Yeah. Like, and especially for, like, relationships, because it says that you was an abusive relationship. Yeah. And it, did that spark you to create this book about boundaries? Well, it actually sparked me to take a good long look at who I was as a person that mm -hmm. led to me accepting that abuse, mm -hmm. not leaving the first time, not leaving the second time, not leaving the third time. I spent 15 years with him um, and who mm -hmm. I was as a person had crappy boundaries, right? Mm, so yeah. I had to figure that out. Now that was over 15 years ago for me now. So over those 15 years, I have spent a lot of time looking at who I was then, who I want to be moving forward into the future and finding the ways to align my life and my values and my boundaries with who I want to be. And honestly, like when I came out of that relationship, I, I had no clue, like most of us, right? We end a relationship mm -hmm. like what happened? Like, where do I go now? Like, even mm -hmm. if it was bad, will I ever find anything like that again? Yeah. You know, right? Like yeah. I, I was there, but I thought in my mind, I had, I had this idea of something better mm. and fast forward now to where I am in my life and better doesn't even cover it. Like I could not have imagined what life can bring back then. Like it just, mm. my, my, my creativity. I mean, of course you could do like the fairy tales, right? The princes and the, yeah. you know, the dragons and, you know, live happily ever after and that, but that, I could not have realistically imagined what being in love and having an amazing partner and amazing people in your life and so on and so forth could really be because I'd been told that, you know, um, I was too unrealistic. Nobody could live up to mm. my expectations. Like there ain't no man who's going to be that romantic and yeah. also be a good man and not, you know, do this and not that. Mm. We've all heard it. Yes, we have. And that's how, that's how the world chips away at our boundaries. Man, I'm telling you, cause that's a big topic right now. I mean, I'm, I'm a curious person. So I'm always over all over the place reading about what's going on. And they're always telling women, no, you can't do this. You know, you can't get this when you're over 35 and all this stuff is going on that's and even jobs when it comes to jobs or anything. And I'm just like, really? I'm thinking well, I should be, you know, it's the best time to get in a relationship is 35 and up because then you're more mature. You know, what's going on. You, you may know who you are more. You may know how to fix it better. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I will tell you this. Um, I met my partner two weeks before I turned 40 and I just turned 50 oh. this year and wow. I am still deeply in love with him. Um, we are incredibly passionate. We have an amazing relationship. Uh, we've set good boundaries and sure there's been hiccups like every relationship you 
you go through yeah. some growing pains and mm-hmm. you know there's changes and stuff um but it is absolutely like the 30 is not the end of the world 35 is not the end of the world 40 is not the end of the world you know like if i if my partner got hit by a bus today I wouldn't think that 50 is the end of the world, right? They, mm-hmm. they, we have the opportunity to prioritize what's important to us in our lives. And there are joyful, amazing people out there with good boundaries, because mm-hmm. that, to me, this is how you maintain the joy. Yeah, right? Boundaries are how we protect who we are and what's important to us so that when others come into our lives we have the resources mm-hmm. to really like engage with them, to really love them, to really show them that they mm-hmm. matter to us. Yes. If we're constantly giving away everything or letting people stomp on our boundaries or letting somebody into our life to stay who doesn't really fill us up or make us happy, that's taken up all those resources. That's taken up all that space mm-hmm. that somebody else could be taking. Yes, I totally agree. I mean, because I'm thinking like it could be a confidence issue as far as with people like they they really can't set those boundaries because of confidence issues. What what advice do you give someone that's like, man, I just I don't feel like I feel like I'm a nobody, whatever. And I don't Mm -hmm. got this job and I don't got this, you know, and I see this a lot on YouTube, TikTok. And they'd be like, I feel like a nobody. I don't have this job. I, 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 you know, how can people get that confidence back? I mean, I know there's coaching, there's medicine, but, you know. So, I mean, well, first I could say buy my book. No, no. Um, there's also, yeah. I also have an app called Take No, and then it's star, 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 because you can't say take no shit on an app title in Google oh, man. or Apple Play, right? <laughs> so take no star, 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 star. It's on iOS and Android. It's a daily boundaries journaling app mm. and it is free. And all it is, is every single day, you'll get a random prompt asking you about boundaries. And you can journal and you can either keep it private or you can make it public to the feed and share it with others and see what others have posted about their boundaries. And then you can reach out and chat with them or whatever. If you see something that you're like, I'd really like to know more about what you said here. Right. It's all about Mm. all it is focused entirely on boundaries and thinking about it. But here's the thing. In my book, I talk about three, sometimes five simple steps. Mm. And these are key. So the first step is you have to set your boundaries. That's where like the journaling app comes in. That's where the book comes in. In the book, I ask over 150 questions and Mm. they're fun questions. Like I, I boundaries is a really deep topic. So I like Mm -hmm. to have some fun with this. Right. Um, but I ask over 150 questions to get you thinking about, well, gosh, what are my time boundaries? What are my Mm -hmm. sexual boundaries? What are my emotional boundaries? Mm -hmm. Like, how do I even know before going into this? The Mm -hmm. second step is saying it, how to communicate your boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. And not how to say, you got to stop there. Why are you even doing that? That's mean that like, don't, don't do that. Like, (laughs) but saying, Hey, like. I don't like that nickname. My ex called me that nickname and we didn't have a great relationship. And your partner would be like, well, I don't want your, I don't want you thinking of your ex when you're with me. So like, I'm going to call you that. Right. Like, so say it. Step three, if all goes well, this is the last step and that's review it. 
check to see, did it work? Like, did they step mm. off? Did they say, I'm going to make a change? And they started putting forth effort, whatever. If you didn't get quite what you needed out of saying it the first time, step four is you repeat it, right? Mm. You sit down and you say, hey, this is really important to me. Is there anything I can do to like help you understand why I don't like this nickname or why this upset me or whatever, right? And mm -hmm. then if things still don't change over a period of time, because like sometimes, you know, people do things out of habit and it takes a while yeah. and some reminders to like get them. So you, 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 you set a time, right? Like how long is this going to take? How important is this to them? How difficult might it be to change? Whatever. If they still don't change, mm -hmm. then step five is all about your boundaries and your personal power. Change. You can change what you accept. You can change your relationship. You can change how you react. You can change, like you can take a different direction in your relationship and see if they follow you, whatever. You have the power to create change. Now going mm -hmm. back to what you were saying, because all of this sets this up, start small, mm -hmm. right? Start with small boundaries, little teeny tiny things that don't make a whole lot of difference, but self-esteem is esteeming yourself, right? Mm, Confidence yes. is built on self-esteem. So how do we esteem ourselves? We say what we're going to do to ourselves and then we do it. Mm. We say, I'm going to set this boundary and then we follow through. That is how we build our self-esteem by protecting ourselves and what's important to us. So something simple, let's say, let's say you have kids right? Mm. Time boundaries with kids is critically important. I am going to set aside one night a week that I always spend with my children. Mm. I'm, we, we might go out to a museum. We might stay at home and play board games. We might cook a meal together. That night is sacrosanct. That night mm. is for my children. Work does not get in the way of that. Other dates don't get in the, the way of that, right? Like me being tired does not get in the way of that. That night is for my children, right? Mm. And then you do it. it. That's kind of big one because you're talking, you know, one day out of seven. But still, like setting mm -hmm. this aside, maybe you just say, I am going to give my child, you know, three hours a week and they get to pick those three hours based on the schedules that we have, mm -hmm. right? you know, or something yeah. like that. And, you know, maybe it's something else. Maybe, maybe in conversations with your partner. Oh, yes. Say, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe you say, if I'm in a conversation with my partner and yelling happens or I start to feel invalidated, I will say, hey, let's take 15 minutes and try to calm down and then come back to this. Or 
one of my favorites is, hey, let's put a pin on this. I think we're both like super head up about this right now. How about we come back to this two nights from now at dinner and talk about it then. And in the meantime, maybe we can email back and forth with some thoughts. So we have some like really important points for both of us to talk about when we do talk about it. And maybe we won't get all caught up in how bad we feel about being in this argument. Mm, just a good idea. Right? So yeah. it, creating boundaries is really about focusing on yourself and creating the most positive priorities for yourself and with your partner, if you're in a partnership now, with your partner collaborating on creating the best life possible for both of you as individuals mm -hmm. and collaboratively in a couple. Because I believe that couplehood should serve the individuals and not the other way around. Mm, okay. Meeting a couple should add value to both of your lives. Both of you should not be slaves to making that couplehood work. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> when it's compromising too much at times, you know, because sometimes oh, yeah. we're compromising too much. And, you know, um, I'm at a point where it's like I, I, I can't compromise like that. Not with a lot of some things that I want to do. So I think that's a big issue, too. In, in relationships is finding that compromise because somebody might be the alpha and then somebody might not, you know, was it not, not be the alpha, but it's like, at the same time, it's like, they still have to get their mm -hmm. needs met. And they're, you know, sitting there like a little, little mouse. It's like, no, we can't let the alpha keep running. We have to figure out a common ground, like you said, and rather it's talking once a week or something, you know, um, if you have, if you have somebody who tends to be I, I use the term dominant. You tend to, you know, who tends to be the more dominant personality, yeah. right? Yeah. And you have somebody who tends to be the more submissive personality. The yeah. challenge with that is, from my perspective, is that somebody who is a good dominant personality will recognize that they have that strength and they will focus on drawing out what the submissive personality needs in a relationship to make it work for both of them. Mm. Because otherwise we, okay. So in my book, I have a chapter called it is not your fault. Mm. It is not your fault. You have craptaculous boundaries. We were raised to do what our parents told us to do, to do what our teachers told us to, to fit mm -hmm. in to the popular or the in-groups or whatever group we ended up identifying with, right? To go along, to get along, to, you know, learn these five ways to please your partner so that they don't leave you for somebody else or whatever it is, right? We, mm -hmm. we have been taught that we are generally here to serve others for women, that generally means caretaking and love and often sex, right? Mm -hmm. And for men, that usually means being a provider and a protector. And mm -hmm. regardless of who you are, you get caught up in these roles and you can give and give and give. And the takers will just keep taking, taking, taking. And if you try to step, if you try to stand up for yourself. While many kids are making their holiday wish lists. The patients at Nationwide Children's Hospital are simply wishing they could be home. 
but you have the power to make their stay a little brighter. The moment you make a donation, the butterflies on the lawn at Nationwide Children's light up for our patients to see. And that gift brings joy, funds research, and the world's finest care. Please, light up the lawn, light up a life. Give now at nationwidechildrens.org give. Hey, guess what? It's not as hard to start a fitness or weight loss program as you think. And I'm going to give you $100 in free home gym equipment to prove it. I'm Carl, the co-founder of Body. That's Body with an I. The health and fitness app with thousands of five-star reviews because our people get results. And I guarantee you'll lose five to ten pounds in your first month or you don't pay. Just sign up for a Body Annual Membership during our New Year's Kickstart event in the next 10 minutes, and I'll send you $100 worth of home fitness gear to help you succeed with classics like P90X, Pio, and 21 Day Fix. In fact, we have over 120 workout programs for every level of fitness, even one for beginners only. Listen, if you don't succeed, you get your money back. But keep the $100 in equipment as my gift just for trying. You've got 10 minutes, so go to body.com to sign up now. Again, that's body with an I.com. You get this whole, why are you being selfish now? That's not mm-hmm. how you've been. Why are you being so mean? Mm-hmm. Right? Because your family told you all this because they want you to make it in the world because they love you. The people that you've had in your relationships in your life, maybe they did it because they love you and maybe they did it because they were benefiting from your relationships, right? Mm, and you yeah. giving, 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 giving. So if you're giving everything, that other person, they either want to hear how they can raise you up as well so that you don't burn out or they don't mm. right it, 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 it's that simple literally that, that fact. Simple. do you like if i i tend to be the dominant personality in my relationships i'm a i'm a strong personality right and it is important to me to ask my partners hey is this working for you hey mm. what do you need right you, you've had a rough day, you know, would you like a little, uh, 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 you know, like <laughs> you know, yeah. things out a bit, or do you just want a night <laughs> where we're, you know, we're sitting and you watch TV and, you know, drink a beer and I'll put my toes on you and read next to you. Like, yeah, it's important if you are the person who has that strong personality, or in some cases, you know, maybe you're just the best communicator or whatever to also ask, Yes, get what you need. But if you're in a relationship, then you want them to get what they need as well so they mm-hmm. can keep providing you what you need so that you can give them what they need. And yep. so for me, my definition of a successful relationship is two people getting far more out of the relationship than they put in. Mm. So... What this means is, let's say you're getting ready for a date night out with your partner, right? And they walk by you in like the hallway or in the bathroom and they just, you know, tap your bottom and they tell you, "Mm, I am looking forward to showing you off tonight, (laughs) right? Yep. 
That is so simple. It takes what? A couple seconds? Yeah, that's the sweet. But it fills you up. Yes. So they give a little tiny bit for a moment and they fill you up for hours. Mm -hmm. That is how a successful relationship works. You look Mm -hmm. at the ways that you can make each other happy because you want to. Yes. And the way that works is both of you coming to the relationship with good boundaries because that means you know yourself, you know your priorities, and you can tell each other what makes you happy. And mm, sugar tits? Oh, no. (laughs) That one's not going to work for me. You can can call me boo. You can call me lovey smooch. You can call me all sorts of things. But sugar tits is a no-go. And they're like, you know what? I'm not going to call you sugar tits because that's not going to get me some huh, huh, huh. Good Mm -hmm. enough, right? Like super simple. Yep. No, I totally agree with that. And I think it also takes a healthy dose of emotional intelligence from both parties. Because if they're both, if we both emotionally intelligent, we can tap into each other. We can say, okay, he don't, he don't really like this. So let me pull back this way. And then she don't really like this. And cool. I think that's important. And that's what people need to focus on. That comes with loving yourself and, and loving what you're doing. Because everything goes in on what whatever you're going through is going in on the relationship. So if it's a job, you don't like your job, you're taking it out. Because you ain't really get to do what you want to do. You're not doing what you want to do every day. So you're taking it out on that person. And that's the thing, too, because jobs, you have to have boundaries with jobs, too. Oh, you know, you have to. And that's a whole other topic, too. And that's one thing, too. You got to have boundaries with jobs because you can't work all night and stuff. And you got to be willing to walk away so you can be able to to really think and to cultivate your relationships. Right. One hundred percent. And that's one of the reasons that I actually do talk about work boundaries in my book is because your work boundaries affect your whole life, right? And mm-hmm. your relationships. Yes. If you cannot set a boundary on how much time you work, mm-hmm. then are you going to have enough time to even maintain that relationship? Yeah. And that's the that's the thing. That's why I tell, they tell people, leave, find a new job, and just, you know, and it, you, know you can't just quit automatically, but just try because, you know, you want to have that good relationship. And then also with family, like how do you, some people that have issues with family boundaries, right? Like, what if you don't want to answer a question? You at Thanksgiving, you know, because I don't know if you've seen the TikTok trend. Oh, here we go. Thanksgiving. I got to answer a question I want to ask. How do people be like, I don't want to talk about that, you know, (laughs) to their family without being disrespectful? There are a couple of ways. So one thing I say is just saying, you know, hey, you know, I'm, Maybe starting before Thanksgiving and saying, hey, I'm looking forward to dinner. Don't ask me this at the Thanksgiving table. Don't. Mm -hmm. Don't put me on the spot in front of everyone. Like, don't. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. That's an option. Also, you know, hey, I'd really rather not talk about that right now. How about, you know, you pass me some of that gravy. (laughs) I love it. Also, though, um, So I'm, (laughs) this is a funny story. So I'm writing this book and I write all these chapters. And then I realized that I'm writing so much in this book that I'm writing a textbook and nobody's going to read it. So I have to go back and I have to prune it out. And one of the chapters I take out, I leave some in because I think it's important to have boundaries around lies and lying. And that's part of emotional boundaries. Mm -hmm. But I had written a lot 
about lies and lying in this book. So I'm taking it and I'm mm. polishing it up. And I'm going to put in a much shorter, much shorter book called mm. When Not If They Lie, you know, lies and lying in relationships and how to live a life full of love and trust. Mm. So there's a way to deflect by telling the truth and not the whole truth. So plan mm. your truth going into Thanksgiving dinner. Mm. So let's say, for example, I, I've, I've taught in alternative lifestyles, right? So I know kinky people, non-monogamous people, mm. whatever. So let's say somebody went out to, you know, like one of those kinky BDSM parties mm. over the weekend, right? And so their parents... You know, they're having dinner with their parents on Sunday evening and their parents are like, so what did you do Friday night? No. <laughs> this is when you say, well, I met some friends out for dinner and then we went out to a club. We had an amazing time. And, you know, I slept in until noon on Saturday. Mm. Not a lie. That is critical, mm. right? You're not preparing yeah. to lie to anybody. You are just telling the truth that you're willing to tell them. Mm, I like that. that. I think is key because a lot of people, like yeah. the last thing they want is to have to lie in order to protect their hearts and their privacy and their minds mm. and whatever. Um, so yeah, the, that's, that's how I would do stuff like that is, you know, I like that. say, you know, I would try ahead of time. Please don't do this to me. If they don't listen or if I don't think of doing it ahead of time and they bring it up at the table, I would say, okay, I'd really rather not talk about that. And if I've thought about it enough ahead of time, I've planned something that I can, you know. There we go. Out. I like that planning it out, you yeah. know, because you can sit there because they always say it's okay to lie, but don't lie to yourself. That was a quote I uh, really like. But you can just say it in a way that you feel comfortable saying it. Yeah. You know, I don't really like talking about my job and stuff during Thanksgiving. It's like, who wants to talk about job? I'm work. So <laughs> I might just say, hey, you know, job is jobbing. You know, I say stuff like that. You know, yeah, job like is job is jobbing. You know, I've had maybe have one story from work, yeah. like a kind of funny, maybe I succeeded type yeah. story. Be ready to tell that story mm. and then change the topic. Make sure in that story you like, oh, and then. Now I can pass it off to uncle so-and-so because da 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 right? Like be mm. ready. To me, all of this, this is about your power, right? Mm. Setting your boundaries and preparing. One of the things I talk about in my workshop, so Ooh. I have the book, Take No Shit. I have the app, um, Take No Star, 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 Star. I have the workshop, Take No Shit, and I do private one-on-one -on -one coaching. In the workshop, one of the things we talk about is some people aren't going to be great with boundaries. They've Maybe they've got trauma or abuse in their life and they really need like just a little more handholding, which is why the workshop exists. Yeah. And in the workshop, we do two things. One, I suggest that workshoppers connect with each other and they write out from their past uh, a conversation about when one of their boundaries was stomped mm. and they write it out and they read it to each other. Each person takes a part, right? And mm. they read it to each other and they go through it a couple of times. And then 
they the other person, the person who stomps the boundary, starts changing some of the words, mm. right? And this person gets the opportunity to start like reacting to those different words. That's one thing that we do. The other thing that we do is I talk about getting together with um, either other members of the workshop or with me, and we'll talk about some of your boundaries, and we will put rules in place for you, mm. right? So mm. some people might not be able to say, oh, I'm going to do this and then do it. But if you said, okay, Heather, I'm going to do this the next time. And I will tell you, you know, three days after Thanksgiving, how it went. Ah, okay. Then you've kind of got like that booster of you've got a cheerleader in your court. You've got somebody who's waiting to hear like how you did it. Who's going to mm -hmm. cheer you on. And instead of doing it for yourself, you're like, okay, I'm going to do it for them because I crumble. Mm, I like that. I like right? that. So and that helps do it with your girls or your guys or, you know, like mm. whatever. Yeah. Cause that helps people that's socially awkward too. Yes. You know, the, the socially awkward crew, yeah. <laughs> you know, that pause be like, huh? You know, that, that helps to have that coach. Uh -huh. Yes. I love that you, that you have that because, you know, sometimes I'll freeze, you know, you know, I'm older now. So I kind of got more of a effort type mentality. I'm just going to mm -hmm. tell you like it is or yeah. so, but there's still, you know, some people have those moments of just that social anxiety, the imposter syndrome, the, the neurodivergency mm -hmm. that everybody's talking about now. And I think Ooh. it helps to have a coach to, yeah, neurodivergency is a big thing in tech because I'm in tech. So you always hear neodivergent or you'll hear so, imposter syndrome. I'm, I'm really <laughs> excited to tell you this. So I'm working with Briar Harvey starting next month on a series called the NeuroSpicy Guide to Dating. And it's all about not about specific neurodivergencies. We're not going to talk specifically about autism or specifically about ADHD. We're going to talk mm -hmm. about the experiences like that pause or anxiety or uh, re 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 rejection sensitivity disorder. We're going to talk about those things. We're going to talk about the symptoms of neurodiversity in dating and how we can overcome those when we're engaging with people. Oh, snap. You need to come back on here and tell me how that go for real, because <laughs> I have ADHD. So for me, yeah, I, I try I learn how to maintain it better. But like I can listen now and hear things through. But it, for some people, it might still be a struggle. So it's like, oh, man, because that that could seem kind of odd on a date or something like that, where you're just you, I can jump from top to topic. That's just me. <laughs> and and so it's, it's, it's great <laughs> when you find somebody else who can jump with you. Yeah. And pull back the conversation. So like one of the things mm -hmm. I learned with my ADHD is to allow people to jump and to follow them. And then when they say, okay, I don't know where that was going. I say, we were talking about this. So now we can get back on this track. Yes. Right. And yeah. there's a lot. And with my ADHD, one of the things, since you have it, one of the things that really helped me that is absolutely hilarious is when I met the partner I'm with now that I'm so deeply in love with, I actually put calendar reminders with alarms in my calendar to remind me to tell him that I love him. Mm. 
Wow. And over the years, I mean, 10 years, it has trained my brain to remember to say things like that regularly, so much so that I was sitting here one day looking across and he was just sitting there looking like a snack. And I looked <laughs> over at him and I said, hey, baby. And he said, yeah. And I said, have I told you lately that I love you? And he looks at me dead in the eyes and says without <laughs> even a smile, he said, did your calendar reminder just go off? I'm like, I don't use those anymore. <laughs> hilarious. That's hilarious. That is good. That was a good idea because then that muscle memory, what kicks in, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. I love yep. it. Yeah. Yep. So before we, I know we coming up on time. I just have this boundaries is a big topic for me because I have uh, so many things. But yeah, we got to do a part two for when you do the neurodivergent uh, yeah. uh, session. So you come back, talk about it, give some, because a lot of people are struggling with dating right now. And, you know, even friendships are on a struggle bus. So, it, you know, I want the to struggle bus going. is real, especially after we just went through COVID. A lot of us stayed in with our own minds. Mm hmm. Right. And coming out, I see a lot of people having a really hard time finding that reconnection. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, so we're going to be doing this. It'll start in November. I think we're going to do like one sort of like installment a month for like 10 months. And mm -hmm. everything will be, you know, sort of like looking at different parts of dating and then the struggles we can have. Mm, okay that's perfect yeah let me send me the link when you do that i'm gonna watch yeah. and support i might even do a podcast review or something on it because it's a you know these are important topics to me mm -hmm. um so before we before we close out uh tell well actually you know what i always ask people what's a quote or saying you go by um do what works mm. that's like what works for me is not going to be what works for you Right. So what my boundaries are not going to be your boundaries and don't let anybody tell you that you can't do what works for you and the people that you love just because they don't like it. Oh, oh, I like that because, you know, me, look, I keep can you keep saying stuff that we want to talk. Me being an introvert, uh -huh. I love a glass of wine, red wine, put my feet up, watching a movie. They'd be like, oh, you're too young. You should be out. Why are you wrong over place? I thought about my glass of red wine in my movie. Like, what did I do wrong? Do I like going to a museum, certain bars, something like that sometimes? Yes, but it's very rare. It's like an anomaly for me. I'm okay with just chilling in the house. You know, I can read a book and have a good time. I'm just, I, I grew up on movies. I grew up on shows and I like doing that. And I think that sometimes people would have pushed their, push their life on you, their boundaries on you. Like, oh, you got to do this. You don't have to do that. I think part of it is, is that they feel like, if you're not doing the same thing they are, then they yeah. might be wrong. Ooh. And my partner and I, like I'm an ambivert. Um, I like to be out around people. I miss it if I don't do it often enough, but I also mm. like to recharge on my own. He's like a super extrovert. He could be out mm. like seven nights a week and be fine. You know Oof. what? That's okay. Mm -hmm. He goes out, I do what I wanna do. Right. And we come back together. We set date nights to make sure that we have time together. And sometimes, sometimes he drags me out and I'm happy for it. And this is good. Right. But he and I don't have to be attached at the hip in order to be in love. There we go. 
I like that. And that's true for friendship too. And family, yeah. if you want to do something else, it's okay. Still love you. I'm just doing this because I want to do this, you know, yeah. and, and that's okay. I like that. I like that, man. You're truly tapped in. I had such a great time talking to you. Thank truly you. tapped in. And I, I'm going to definitely share this everywhere so people can learn to respect people's boundaries and what they like to do and understand, you know, so I'm excited. Just, you know, we can do a part two. Just email me, remind me, because ADHD, uh, I get it. Yeah, I get, I get so many people coming and I'm trying to, you know, get people off pop badge, right? So let's, yeah, so definitely remind me because this is, I want to keep talking about this. I want to keep pushing the, the envelope with this. And um, I want to thank you for coming on here. And I want to thank all my fans for watching. Please subscribe, share, and uh, be safe this weekend, y'all. Peace. It's easy to lose sleep when you're worried about your health insurance plan. But when you have a family counting on you to take care of them, having the right coverage is more important than ever. That's why Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is here to help. With low to no cost plans for you and your family. So you never go it alone. That's our Anthem. Click to learn more.